0: Welcome to the Bible Conversation Podcast with Chris, Dan, and Dylan. Let's have a conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to the Bible Conversations Podcast. This is going to be part two of Dylan Bruce's introduction on spiritual disciplines. I am Chris Carrillo, and we've got uh, Daniel Lang with us. Hello, hello. And Dylan Bruce as well. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we've already kind of talked about the different spiritual disciplines of worship and reading your Bible, praying and and serving and fasting and meditating. And we know there's a lot more, but uh, I know that you have something else planned for today. So go ahead and take it away. Yeah. So
1: um, I I just want to get more practical in this part two of this study that we're having. I want to... um uh, share a few of my stories with my experiences, um, in spiritual disciplines. And, um, I hope y'all have a few stories prepared as well. Uh, cause I told you to have some stories prepared. So, <laughs> um, that, that's kinda... I didn't get that
0: memo. Did you get that memo, Dan?
1: <laughs> nope. Oh man. Well, y'all can think of something. Um, but anyways <laughs> that's kind of what we're going to do today is just, uh, share some of our own stories and, um, and get more practical and, and more real world with it instead of just talking about ideas. So I want to start out with, uh, worship. That's going to be kind of my first example that I'm using. You know, um, I'm unique to this group as, um, as in, I'm the only one that has grown up in the church. Um, I don't think that has advantaged me or disadvantaged me in any way. Um, you know, for all of us, we're dealt, um, different, uh, different hands and it's not a matter of what hand you dealt, but what you do with it. And so, Um, I don't think of myself as better or worse for, um, for having grown up in the church than, than Dan and Chris. Uh, I think we have all taken what we've been dealt in life and, um, make the best out of it. But with that being said, uh, growing up in the church and growing up, going to, to worship every Sunday, um, it's something that for most of my life I've taken for granted. Um, I think it's something that, that you know, if, if you have grown up in the church or if you've been worship been a Christian for a while, even, even if it wasn't through your childhood, but for most of your adult life, if you've been a Christian, um, I think all of us at some point have taken for granted, um, the, the time of worship that we, that we get to spend with God. And the way that the the way that we avoid that is, is by understanding why we're going to worship. You know, uh, there's a song that I like to reference when I'm talking about this. And it's a song by acapella called that's why we praise him. And, um, throughout the verse it, talking about Jesus, it says he came to live, live a perfect life. He came to, to, um, be the living word, our light. He came to die. So we'd be reconciled. He came to rise to show his power and might. And that's why we praise him. That's why we sing. Um, that's something that we always need to remember. Um, we're, worshiping for God's glory. Now, it's a spiritual discipline because when we understand the purpose of it, um, and the, the purpose of it is um, because Christ gave his everything and so we want to to give the best sacrifice that we can back to him, uh, when we understand that purpose, that's going to deepen our walk with Christ. That's going to strengthen us and, um, and really, really change the way we think about worship. So, that's kind of just to kickstart things um, I, I just wanted to to share that that we uh, really need to evaluate what what we're doing during worship um, uh, and and that's just kind of my story is you know for the longest time I, I haven't thought through it I haven't really focused on what am I doing in worship um, but that's something that every every single Sunday when we gather together that needs to be a focus on our minds of, okay, I'm going here to worship God and understanding that I'm doing this because Christ gave his everything. I need to give everything I can back to him. That'll change the way you worship. So, uh, do y'all have any comments on that? Uh, as far as worship goes, or if you got another story, just go right into it. Um, this is kind of going to be an open-ended story time, if you will, but we can have some conversation <laughs> along the way.
2: Well, I was just going to say, Dylan, you know, in your opening thought about—and uh, and I I agree with you. I think uh, I definitely know you, Dylan, that you, you don't think of yourself as better or, you know, higher up. But I, I, I would say that, you know, growing up in the church, that that, that definitely is a positive. That definitely is—I uh, uh, I sure hope so because I'm taking my kids to, to worship, and I hope they do benefit from, <laughs> from it, you know, and I hope it, it does make it better for them. Um, so, you know, but it, obviously, you know, you're not saying, you know, well, I'm better than you now. I'm a better Christian. That, that, that definitely would not apply, but hopefully it has offered a great benefit to you. And, a, and I'm, I'm sure you, you would agree with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, but, and that maybe that's the perspective I can come from is, as someone who didn't grow up in the church. Um, it's interesting that you say that cause you have to focus your mind intentionally to say, you know, I've got to do this. Uh, whereas, uh, as I came into the church, it, it certainly wasn't a matter of intention because I, I mean, I was intentionally having to choose to go there and to be with the assembly. And so that, that was just part of, part of it. But, um, I think you had said something about, uh, we, I I think that's the challenge is that we have to overcome use. Oh, that's what you said. You said about we're going to 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 this to glorify god and from someone who's coming in from the outside it's a different set of challenges but it's really that same principle because we're coming into this having to overcome you know a past where we weren't doing this this wasn't our discipline this wasn't our routine and now so we're having to break out of this mold that we didn't develop like you did you know growing up we're having to break this mold of worldliness and The other things we were doing Sundays and so forth, you know, Mm -hmm. and so uh, I think that's really important principle that you said we're going to this to glorify God. And and so whether you grew up in the church or you didn't, that principle applies because, you you know, if you're coming from the outside, that's exactly the mindset you have to have if you're going to engage this with that kind of spiritual fortitude and discipline, you have to come in with this, that, Hey, I don't care what everyone else thinks. I don't care what my, you know, my family might be doing all this stuff, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, but I'm going to do this because it glorifies God and people are going to maybe all these strange faces that I don't know in this strange setting, but you know what? I'm here to
1: glorify God. Yeah. Um, Chris, do you have any thoughts or comments or do you have a, another direction, another story you want to share?
0: No, I think that's I think that's great. I think, you know, you, you see people of all different levels of, I guess, service or desire to serve God. One of the things that I've noticed is that those who grow up in the church at times, and I don't mean this in any negative way because there's people who didn't grow up in the church that are like this as well, but those who grow up in the church sometimes kind of take it for granted, like you said. And then those who don't grow up in the church, especially if they come to know Christ at a later age, seem to have a, I don't i don't know if I want to say more appreciation. I'm struggling with saying this because it I, I don't want it to come across rude in any way. Because um, I don't mean it that way. But there just seems to be at times a greater desire. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: um, I think the best way to describe it is just, um, you know if you've been able to, to have cable television and one of my favorite things is watching the Cowboys. I've been able to, to have that my whole life growing up here in, in North Texas to watch the Cowboys when, whenever they're on. And then I went off to school in Tennessee and, you know, of course Cowboys nation is bigger than just Texas because they're America's team. Well, I had some friends over there in uh, Tennessee that, that are, die-hard Cowboy fans. But they don't have the opportunity to watch the Cowboys every Sunday unless they're nationally televised, which they are most of the time because they're America's team. Um, But they aren't always on. And every so often, while I was over there in Tennessee that they decided to show the Titans game instead of the Cowboys game. And I'm thinking, what are they, what are they doing? But for, for those Cowboy fans over there, that was just normal for them. And they, they were like, okay, I, I guess I, I don't get to watch the Cowboys this Sunday. Now, if you put one of those fans over here in Texas – where they got to watch the Cowboys whenever they wanted, just like I have my entire life. They're going to have a greater appreciation for, wow, I get to watch the Cowboys every day. And I'm like, uh, yeah, this is kind of normal. I get to watch the Cowboys every day. And they're like, what? <laughs> I get to watch the Cowboys every day. same thing I think is what you're talking about here, Chris. Um, yeah, I'm kind of like, yeah, I get to worship God every Sunday. And you're like, what? I get to worship God every Sunday. <laughs> and, um, and I think that that's just a, the same
0: comparison
2: yeah america's team but not the best team go peck go (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh we're gonna let that pass dylan this time (laughs) can you cut that out chris (laughs) i might be able to so (laughs) um as we as we talk about different stories um one of the stories i've I've got a couple stories of um of fasting that i kind of want to share talk talk about one in particular uh college group that I was with when I was back in college we went on a mission trip over spring break to Nicaragua and we were asked by the I guess kind of the the bible chair leader center guy to fast Uh, and that was something I'd actually never done before and it was and it was hard it was really difficult I I don't remember, I think I started at like 10 o'clock the previous night or nine o'clock or something along those lines. And the goal was to make it to dinner the next day. And I don't even know that I did because it was, it was that difficult to not eat. However, every time, and I think you talk, I think we talked about this in the first episode of this, Mm -hmm. every time that I thought about my hunger, I said a prayer and i said a prayer looking forward to the, the the trip to nicaragua looking forward to spending my spring break serving god i looked forward to spending it with friends and 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 people that i actually at that point really considered family you know the the, the family of christ and so it was a it was a really beneficial time for me to learn what fasting was about and learn what it was and you know, Some might say, well, you failed at fasting because you didn't last the whole day. Well, I would disagree with that. I, I fasted to have a greater appreciation and understanding of, of God and a greater understanding of the mission trip and to pray for it and to, to hope for it and to meditate on it and all of these things. And it was, it was incredibly beneficial to me. Um, you know, we talk about prayer. The three of us are, are, are married. Two of us are newly married within this year can't tell you how many times I prayed for a wife that was going to help me in my Christian walk. And I can't imagine a better one than I have. So, I mean, we talk about these spiritual disciplines and the stories of how they have impacted our lives. I think God is very active whenever we choose to discipline ourselves to him. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I've got another story I want to share, but I, I want to give Dan an opportunity. Do you have anything that you want to share, Dan, or should I just dive right into my my next story? I say go ahead, Dylan. Okay. Just don't um, talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, uh, the next thing I wanted to share with everyone is um, uh, one of my experiences from high school. Um, with My youth group, every year, would go on this thing, uh, this trip together called Wilderness Trek. And if you don't know what that is, uh, it's just a basically a trip up to Colorado, up to the Rocky Mountains, where a... Um, Church of Christ group uh, organizes for a bunch of youth groups to just go climb mountains and um, spend time uh, with each other, but also spend time with God. Um, Most of the time uh, we're able to get to the summit and actually see the awesome, awesome beauty of God's creation. Um, Other times, you know, we just see the beauty right in front of us on the side of the mountain. Um, But that's a, that was one of my favorite trips growing up and it's awesome. But the thing that I want to share with y'all comes from, um, one day during that week when we're on the mountain, and um, it's called Solo Day. Uh, you know, all the other days we're, we're hiking, we're climbing a couple miles a day, but on Solo Day, we get to um, take our time. We don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn and get up a couple hours before the sun comes up. We get to get up, take things slow, eat a nice uh, pancake breakfast together instead of granola bars. And uh, then we'd go out and spend the day on our own. And uh, you can go and and sit by the river. You can bring your hammock, put it up in between some trees. You can go and just sit on a a rock in the middle of a prairie or anything that you want to do while you're on the side of a mountain. And during solo time uh, is the best time to engage in these spiritual disciplines. And, uh, you know, I mentioned in the previous podcast how um, meditation can be a an avenue for other spiritual disciplines, whether it's an avenue for worship or reading your Bible or prayer. Um, And that's really what solo day was all about while we were on track. It's simply a time that um, you can spend time singing to God, which I did a lot of, which is awesome because I don't really like the idea um, of people hearing me sing, I've I've gotten more used to it as I've gotten older. But when I was in high school, I did not want to sing in front of anybody at all. I didn't mind leading singing in church because then everyone was singing along with me. But the idea of singing and having other people just hear me and listen to me, I did not like that idea. And so this solo time, where I could just go out and sit on a rock in the middle of a prairie or sit by the little stream running down the mountain and be able to sing and nobody hear me because everybody in our group is spread out. Um, you know, that's, that was amazing. Um, also praying and reading my Bible. I've never, um, or a few times, I don't want to say never, but few times have I experienced such a, um, heartfelt prayer when you're in the middle of God's creation and when you are purposefully just spending time with him. And that's one of the things I mentioned and again in the previous podcast is that we have to have a purpose behind all of our spiritual disciplines. And, um, when you are put in that situation where you have nothing else to do and the only purpose that you have is to spend time with god man it it is eye opening it is um it is it leads to heartfelt prayers heartfelt singing, and um really like <laughs> just, it's hard to put into words, if you know what I'm, I'm trying to get at, I don't know how to express this in words, but it, this is simply my encouragement to all of our listeners to, to say, hey, take time out of, out of your day. Take time, maybe even out of your week to spend time with God and, and not worry about anything else. In your life, put your phone down. Tell your your family or your your significant other, wh- whoever you have, tell them, "Hey, I'm not going to be available from this time to this time." And go spend time with God. Just get away from everything else in the world. Uh, and again, we see that in examples from Christ. He literally, like his his disciples, his followers; those were his closest friends. They spent three years together, at like almost all the time together, but when Jesus needed to spend time with God, he left them behind and said, you know, he didn't even say anything. Sometimes he just took off and and went to go spend time with God. We need that as Christians. It's not something that, yeah, that would be nice to have. We need that time with God as Christians. Um, I'll turn it back over to y'all. I'm I'm sure y'all have some comments or anything, something to say about that.
0: I thought that that was great. I think I agree. I think we need that. Dan, is there anything you have?
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not the best storyteller in the world, but, uh, I I do want to make a comment about, uh, our spiritual disciplines. I, you know, in the world there, you do have disciplines, you know, there are the worldly disciplines Mm -hmm. and, uh, we don't have to go into great detail about that, but you see it, you know, it's, it's evident, you know, I mean, um, uh, drinking and 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 drugs and uh, and and is sport activities people have disciplines that they're just constantly it's routine they're always engaged in and some of them are obviously benefit, not beneficial to their health or to their mental state or uh, to their soul, especially most importantly, and, and some are positive, you know, they, 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 they help them physically, you know, they help them mentally. Uh, you know, uh, I, my grandmother, you know, she lived to her nineties with a, with a, a strong mind. And one of the things I always remember growing up is she constantly doing those, uh, those word puzzles, you know, <laughs> with her little book and, and, you know, and doing puzzles and, uh, on the, the tabletop and, um, All those things have benefit, Uh, some of those things, anyway. But when I think about how I became a Christian and started to engage in these these spiritual disciplines, there is just something so elevated about these things that that God instructs us to do and to be fervent in. Uh, I look forward every morning, you know, to, to... listening to the word of God on my audio Bible and, uh, just listening to God's wisdom pour through my soul, you know, and, and, and just absorb it. It's so encouraging to my day. Um, you know, I, I, I dare say even more than my coffee. Yeah, I love my coffee, but I tell you what, God's word is just – I couldn't hey, go without that. You know? For those of y'all
1: who don't know Dan, he grinds his own coffee beans, and so he's one of those serious coffee drinkers. So, Oh, I, I, I
2: even go beyond I, – I roast my own coffee. I don't know how you guys I'm like dirt no water dear.
1: so much. <laughs> um. Anyways, the, the point you're getting at, Dan, is that it's – um. It's more sustaining than anything else we have in the world. Uh, just like Christ said, uh, "Man does not live on bread alone, but on the words that come from God." Um, Amen. So, well, I'll go ahead and uh, just leave y'all with some parting thoughts before we close out here. Um, these spiritual disciplines are are things that can strengthen your walk with Christ. I don't want any of our listeners to to be hearing that these this conversation and, and thinking, you know, that may be good for them, but that just kind of sounds weird to me. Um, if you have that thought, please sit down, schedule a time to to read your Bible or to worship or to to pray or, or anything. And actually schedule a time, sit down and do it and have a purpose behind it. Because if you don't have a purpose behind any of these spiritual disciplines, then they're just going to be Um, something that you're spinning your wheels with and, and you're going to think there's no benefit to this. So I want to really encourage um, our listeners. uh, I want to encourage y'all have a purpose behind what you do, because that purpose is what's going to, to build you up and to strengthen um, you spiritually. So that's, that's all I
0: got for this one, Chris, you want to close us out? Yeah. So again, just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we have uh, thoroughly enjoyed this series, and you know, we we don't know how often we'll do series, but I think it uh, I think it works really well. And this has been a great conversation for us. Uh, we we've had. Uh, I think each of us has been given something to think about uh, from this conversation, and uh, from the first all the way to the second podcast, and. Uh, we just want to encourage you guys to, to join in on our conversation, uh, whether that's sending us an email uh, with the, the email that we have below uh, or uh, just having a conversation with people around you, with your family and friends. We, we just want to encourage you to get involved with discussing Christ. That is that's the bottom line of what we're trying to do. So We, we love you guys. We are again thankful for this opportunity and hope to see you guys next time. Uh, this is uh, the Bible Conversation Podcast and we'll Talk with you later.